You're listening to an audio sermon by Pastor Bernard Milder from Household of Christ. We trust that you will be encouraged and blessed as you listen to the Word of God. Well, it's truly a special grace to be able to gather together and to worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. Amen. This morning I want to minister a message that's here to encourage us and to strengthen us. A stretch that's been much longer than what we thought. And I want to encourage you this morning, just don't give up. Talk to yourself and just remind yourself, say, just don't give up. You know, many people have been praying, not only in this season, but for years, for a breakthrough. I want to encourage you, just don't give up. We go through times and seasons in our life Sometimes it's good times and sometimes it's hard times. Sometimes it's easy and sometimes it's more difficult. Family, this is life. But we should know that God is always with us while we are on this journey. I want you to turn in your Bibles to Luke chapter 24. I want to read from verse 17. Are you ready for the word of God? Well, let's pray. Precious Father, we thank you for your goodness and your mercy, your tremendous grace. Thank you for your word that became flesh so that we can see its glory and it can touch and change our lives. Let your people hear your voice upon my voice in this morning, O Lord, as you strengthen every person in their inner man. Stir up faith in their hearts, O Lord, to finish strong in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Luke 24, verse 17. And he said to them, What kind of conversation is this that you have with one another as you walk and are sad? Then the one whose name was Cleopas answered and said to him, Are you the only stranger in Jerusalem? And have you not known the things which happened there in these days? And he said to them, What things? So they said to him the things concerning Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet mighty in deed and word before God and all the people. Family, I want to encourage you in this day, on this journey, what kind of conversations are you having? Maybe even in this time where we've been walking in this COVID season, you've been sad. The Bible records here that two men are busy talking and they are sad. But Jesus is listening to what they are saying. He says, what are you talking about? What is this? Sometimes God will come, like in the Garden of Eden. Say to Adam, where are you? Say to a man that is sick, what do you want me to do? Oftentimes God will ask us, What is this? What is going on? To hear what you are saying about your situation. What are you believing about your situation? The Bible teaches us here. Look at verse 15. So it was while they conversed and reasoned that Jesus himself drew near and went with them. But their eyes were restrained so they did not know him. Can you see here on this journey where they are sad, discussing things? Jesus was the one who was drawing near 
to them. But the Bible says that their eyes were restrained and they didn't even know it. In a time like this, when you're going through challenges, maybe feel sad, ask the Lord to open your eyes so that you will see how close is Jesus to you. Ask him to open your eyes so that you will see what kind of protection you find yourself under. Can you see here that it was Jesus was the one drawing near to them? When you look at this, you can see what they believed in was challenged. What they knew about Jesus of Nazareth, how God used him, anointed him. They saw these signs, the wonders, the miracles, their lives were touched and changed. And now Jesus was dead. Family, sometimes we find ourselves in a situation where that which we believe about God does not make sense. The biggest mistake that we make, we try to live a life with our own strength, our own confidence. Jesus here gave them instruction. If you go down to verse 49, Behold, I sent the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you endured with power from on high. Jesus said to them, go and wait in Jerusalem. You're going to receive power. Acts chapter 1 verse 8, wait and you will receive power. We have to wait for the Holy Spirit to empower us before we start to witness, before we start to minister, before we start on this journey to live a life for the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus came to this earth to help you and me came to this earth to destroy the works of the enemy. When we find ourselves in a situation where we feel sad, we have to remind ourselves that Jesus is the one drawing near to us. Let me hear you pray. Say, precious Father, open my eyes that I can see Jesus is close to me. Wherever you are, whether you are listening via the internet or Facebook or broadcast, ask the Lord to open your eyes so that you will see that Jesus is near. These men said, have you not heard about the things of Jesus Christ of Nazareth? Turn with me in your Bibles to Acts chapter 2, verse 22. You men of Israel, listen to what I have to say. Jesus of Nazareth, a man accredited and pointed out and shown forth and commended and attested to you by God, by the mighty works and the power of performing wonders and signs which God worked through him right in the midst, as you yourself know. Family, God can do it now. When Jesus came to this earth, he was empowered from heaven. He came from heaven to this earth. And in the same way, the Holy Spirit that empowered him is here to help you. The mistake that we make, we want to live this life, our life's journey in our own strength. Acts 10 verse 38 says, how God anointed 
Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing all those who were oppressed by the devil. Healing sicknesses because God was with him. Can you see the need for the Holy Spirit in your life? Everything Jesus did was in the power of the Holy Spirit. That Holy Spirit is here to help you and me. Oftentimes we want to live this life in our own strength. There was a time before Peter got up in Acts chapter 2 where he lived a life in his own strength, in his own ability, in his own confidence. Confidence in self has got a way to disappoint you. You should have confidence in God. Confidence in your own strength should rather be confidence that we have in God. I want to encourage you in this morning that you need the Holy Spirit to live a victorious life. Let's look at the life of Peter. We never thought we would go through a season like this. A year ago, we thought it was impossible. But God knows all things. He holds your future in his hands. Listen to Matthew 16 verse 22. Then Peter took him aside to speak to him privately and began to reproach or reprove and charge him sharply, saying, God forbid this. This must never happen to you. Family, these are very strong words. When we say never, I will never ever do this. Or when we talk to people or maybe have a disagreement, we say, you always do this or you never do this. Or Have you ever done that? These are very, very strong words. And Peter walks up to Jesus. Remember, just before this, he had the revelation that Jesus was the Christ. And Jesus said to him, you've not received this revelation by yourself, but my Father revealed it to you. Here he is saying to Jesus, you may never die. Verse 23, but Jesus turned away from Peter and said to him, get behind me, Satan. You are in my way, an offense and a hindrance and a snare to me. For you are minding what partakes not of the nature and quality of God, but of men. Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone desires to be my disciple, let him deny himself, disregard, lose sight of, and forget himself and his own interest, and take up the cross and follow me. Cleave steadfastly to me, conform wholly to my example in living and in need be in dying also. Wow. Here, Peter is looking at the situation from a natural point of view. Jesus is saying to him, you're not focusing upon what heaven is saying. You're focusing upon yourself. Sometimes when we view things from a natural point of view, it's easy to make a wrong decision. When you're under pressure, when you want what you want, we often make the mistakes to instruct Jesus what to do instead of receiving instruction from Jesus. Peter had fear in his heart. Fear gripped his heart about Jesus not dying. Instead of being fearful if Jesus didn't die. We live 
in a world today, even when we pray, we want to instruct the Lord. Tell him what to do. In a time like this, let the Lord lead you and guide you. Peter here said, Lord, never ever can you die. When you go to the previous verse, you'll see Jesus saying, I have to deny myself. I have to die on the cross and I have to follow the will of my Father. Jesus will never ask you to do anything he is not prepared to do. That's why he said to Peter, if you want to be my disciple, you must deny yourself. You must take up your cross and you must follow me. Family, can you see these are things where you have to act? Faith acts now. It believes now. It receives now. You have to turn that what you believe about the word of God into obedience. Because your obedience is the only proof of your faith. Peter, listen to these words. Ten chapters on, again, he finds him in a self where he says to the Lord, I will never, ever deny you. I've heard what you've said. I have to deny myself. I have to take upon the cross and I must follow you. Jesus said to him, Peter, you're going to deny me. He says, I will never do that. Those are very strong words. Maybe in this lockdown, you've said, I will never do this. I will never. Have you done anything like that? Made commitments like that? Then you found yourself doing exactly the opposite The good news is, even though we sometimes deny Jesus, Jesus never denies us. God is always faithful. Even when we are not faithful, God remains faithful. He said to Jesus, I will never deny you. I will never deny you. You know what's the most beautiful part when you read later in Matthew? Jesus said, go tell my disciples, go tell his disciples and Peter. Why? Because Peter must have been under so much condemnation. Remember, he was the rock. He was the one that the Lord was going to build his church upon. He said, upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail. Peter, I'm going to give you the keys of heaven. Whatever you lose will be loosed in heaven. Whatever you bind will be bound here on earth. You are the one that I'm going to use. And here he denied the Lord. Family, when we try and do things in our own strength and say, I will never do this. Maybe even in this season you've judged people. Said, I would never do that, what that person has done. Remember, you always judge people from your strengths. When it's about I, Peter said, I will never deny you. I will follow you. He said, I am even prepared to die if you have to die. It's very interesting that I is always a capital letter. I always wants to stand out. But we, it's a small letter. Our is a small letter. I need your strength like you need my strength. 
I have things that can help you, and you have gifts and strengths that can help me. In this way, we become one another's strength. The mistake that we make is that we try and live this life without the power of the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, upon this rock, I will build my church. Hebrews teaches us that Jesus is the firstborn. Jesus is the firstborn. Since this assembly in heaven, Jesus died and Jesus was made alive. And when Jesus was made alive by the Holy Spirit, the rebirth, born again, the Bible says he is the firstborn registered in heaven. More important to have your name registered at a church is make sure that your name is registered in heaven. Can you see the need to be born again, to be born from above? From a natural point of view, everybody might be going to church. But in the spirit, has your name been registered in heaven? Paul in the book of Corinthians, he said, you can only say Jesus is Lord by the power of the Holy Spirit. Nobody can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. What does this mean? You need the help of the Holy Spirit to declare that he is your Lord, that he is your God. Anybody can say Jesus Christ is Lord. If you look at the seven sons of Sceva, they wanted to use the name of Jesus to cast out demons, but they couldn't. Why? Because they were using the name, but not in the power of the Holy Spirit. When you use the name of Jesus, and you are linked up with heaven, in humility and sincerity of heart, the Holy Spirit will affect everything that you are busy with. Peter denied Jesus. The Lord said, wait in Jerusalem, Peter. You're going to receive power. And after the Holy Spirit was poured out and he was empowered from on high, he got up and he said, I want to tell you about this Jesus Christ of Nazareth. What he has done for us. He died and he was made alive. He's dealt with sin. He's dealt with death. Now you see Peter in Acts chapter 3 says to the man at the gate beautiful silver and gold I do not have but in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ get up and walk a matter of fact he says what I have I can give to you he says I've been empowered by the Holy Spirit get up and walk and when he said in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth the man could get up and walk family this Holy Spirit is here to help you by the Word of God through the Holy Spirit. He empowers us. Peter is now no longer instructing Jesus, but he's waiting and hearing and receiving instruction from the Lord Jesus Christ. When God opens your eyes and you see how close He is to you, even when you are walking and you are feeling sad, even if you've been discussing things that has been making your heart heavy, Jesus is close to you to empower you and to help you so that you can walk in victory. 
Maybe you're a Peter. You and me, we've all made commitments to the Lord. Lord, I will never ever do this again. Lord, I will never. And then we find ourselves doing exactly the opposite. Because we often try to do these things in our own strength. And it brings condemnation into our hearts. And then we don't have confidence towards God. Jesus is saying to you this morning as a disciple, come and remind Peter as well. I want to close. Turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Romans chapter 8. Romans 8 verse 1 teaches us that there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Family, if you've been praying and asking the Lord, if you've been retrenched, there's no condemnation in retrenchment. If you've had to take a salary cut, there's no condemnation in that. Don't let the enemy cause you to doubt your sonship, to make you doubt that you're a daughter of the Most High God. Verse 34 says, Who is he who condemns? It is Christ who died, and furthermore is also risen, who is even at the right hand of God. He is saying Jesus died and Jesus is alive. Because he has died and he is alive and he is seated at the right hand of the Father, the Holy Spirit has been poured out. Who also makes intercession for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ. Family, I want you to see this picture. Whatever you are facing right now, Jesus died for all fundamental problems. He is alive, seated in heaven. The Holy Spirit is here to help you and to empower you. Not only that, Jesus' eyes are upon you. He's interceding for you. He is praying for you. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword or COVID-19 or retrenchment or salary cuts? As it is written, for your sake we are killed all day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Why can you be victorious? Why can you be a conqueror even in this time and season? Because Jesus loves you. He's praying for you. He's interceding for you. For I'm persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, Now, any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Family, there is nothing that can separate us from the love of God. We should pray and ask the Holy Spirit to open our eyes so that we can see how close Jesus is to us. Now we can walk with him. We can be with him at all times. We can see from this. Paul wrote and he said, we believed, therefore we spoke. We now believe, therefore we speak. If you believe this, that Jesus is close to you, it will affect your confession. Because faith acts now, it believes now, it receives now. 
When you believe that God is close to you, you know he's walking with you. Though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you will fear no evil. Because God is with you. He is leading you. He is guiding you. The most important thing, prepare your heart for the Holy Spirit. Knowing that he is close to you, he is the helper. You can be more than a conqueror. Because the Holy Spirit is helping you. Receive that nature of God the Father. Believing helps us to know that we possess the nature of God the Father. You have the heart of Jesus to be able to forgive as Christ has forgiven. And you have the power of the Holy Spirit working in you and through you. Verse 32 says, If God did not spare or withhold his only son, the beauty of heaven. Why will he withhold anything from you? But he will freely give you all things. Why? Because Jesus loves you. God the Father loves you. He loved you so much that he sent Jesus Christ to die for you. For the Holy Spirit to be here to help us cost Jesus Christ his life. I want to encourage you. The Holy Spirit is here to help you live a victorious life. Holy Spirit is here to help you even on this journey where you maybe have felt sad, where you felt discouraged. You're not alone. Jesus has drawn close to you by his word through the Holy Spirit. And as you remain obedient, God will give you more and more of the Holy Spirit. Acts 5 verse 32. The Holy Spirit is given to those who are obedient. And our obedience, it's the only proof of our faith. I want to encourage you in this season, use the word of God. Allow the Holy Spirit to work in you and through you so that you can live a victorious life. Thank you for listening to this audio sermon. For more information, please go to our website www.hoc.org.za Household of Christ. Loving God. Loving people.